if you're focused and passionate and driven, um, you can achieve anything you want to achieve in life. Let's suppose that you were able every night to dream any dream you wanted to dream. And a lot of things that we want to do, a lot of places we would like to go, a lot of things we would like to experience. Here's how to really cash in on this year. Number one, get serious. Life is serious. That's basically it. And uh, so like two weeks before he died, we're like, you got to make a will, Dad. And he's like, what's the rush? <laughs> and then two weeks later, he died. It's funny. And we were like, all right. No, it's not. And then they told him that they had they're gonna have to stop doing chemo because they said the chemo is doing more harm than good. So they're like, we're gonna stop chemo. And then the doctor left, and uh, he was like, he was like, when they start chemo back up, like make sure it's like close to like closer to home. And we were like, no, dad, they're not. They're not gonna start the chemo back up again. And he was like, what? Uh-huh. And then so we had to like. Go outside of the doctor and be like, "Can you like re- tell him again that he's dying because he didn't really get it the first time?" <laughs> 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 and this, so it's like that's a hard one to double back on because you got to come back in and just be like, "Hey, remember what we said earlier?" What was the doctor's response? She was just like, uh, she like came in and she was like, uh, "Your quality of life isn't very good, is it?" And he was like, shook his head no, and she's like. You're a really tough man. She's like, you're a gem, Alvin. And it's been a pleasure treating you. And then after that, he kind of just like looked at her and like, was he like nodded. And then she's like, all right, uh, uh, goodbye, Alvin. And then See you like, never, Alvin. Yeah, she was like, peace out. And then she left and uh, that's when he finally got it. Mm-hmm. And we were like, damn. He's like, uh, I think that lady was trying to tell me something. <laughs> That'd be funny if she left. And he was like, so we'll restart the chemo tomorrow. <laughs> and I'm like, no. <laughs> what if he's like, oh, oh, she's saying goodbye because she's going to a different office. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been good. <laughs> That would have been rich. What was your dad's name? Alvin. Oh, shit. Well, there goes my uh, self-awareness. Bless you. Thank you. In all seriousness, sorry to hear that. Yeah. It was funny, though, because he had a safe, and we couldn't find, like, uh, some legal documents Mm -hmm. after he died. And the safe, like, my brother asked him about a safe, and he said he didn't remember the combination. And then we opened the safe, because then my brother paid some guy $175 to break into it, which isn't bad, I guess. If there's a lot of valuables in a safe, all you have to do is pay somebody $175 to break into it. Did he ask for any, like, information? I No, he didn't. My brother's just like, uh, my dad died, and he needs his safe needs unlocked. (laughs) And the guy's like, all right, buddy. And then he came and opened it. I and like, then I like his uh his reconnaissance is uh just sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> all right, buddy. <laughs> so he came and uh, he like opened it and there was a folder 
like with a bunch of legal stuff in it, but on top of the folder was a penis pump. Yes. And a flashlight. And uh, you didn't we, tell me your dad was the coolest guy ever. Yeah, and then he also had a tube of lubricant called Mister Thick Dick. And I was just as like, one does. And I was, <laughs> I was like, oh, so this is where I got my sense of humor from, because my dad just fucking probably his last thought was just like, damn, they're gonna open that safe, and they put something cool in there. They're gonna find. My mom was like, what is that in there? And, and my brother was like, I think it's your replacement. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then he put he put the shit in a garbage. And she was like, get that out of here. And then, like he put it in a garbage bag. And then he threw it in the dumpster. And as he threw it in the dumpster, I was like, no, Rick, my inheritance. Don't do that. <laughs> but yeah, we had, to, we had a couple good lives after he died of some dumb shit that my dad left behind. Yeah, he is cool. Do you mind talking about on the podcast? Too? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, hold on one more second, and we can start rolling. Yeah, there's a small window. I feel like there's a small window of time where you could talk about a death in the family where it's, like, still relevant. Mm-hmm. You can't be like, my dad died eight years ago. And I'll be like, well, why do we talk about it now? I know. But it's, like, only been a month, so I feel like it's kind of it's fresh enough to talk about. There's no bad time to talk about a dead relative. Yeah. Either if you if you have like if you're either dead or terminally ill, you're <laughs> the butt of a lot of jokes. Yeah. Yeah. That's just how we cope with that kind of situation. Yeah. As a family, we just <laughs> ridic- we ridicule the person. Ah. <laughs> uh, classic. Yeah. Whenever I'm terminally ill, I'm gonna have a roast of myself. Oh, nice. So you guys can all make fun of me dying. <clears throat> you should really ham it up, and even if you aren't, just bring like an oxygen tank. Yeah. <laughs> all my hair is gone. <laughs> and somehow you have better complexion. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I'm bald on oxygen and fucking in a wheelchair. Uh, we can we can start going. All right, gang. Are you ready? I'm ready. Jeremy, you ready? You know it. I'll be yawn. I'll start. Yawn for Brett at the dentist. Maybe we could just start talking. We don't have to do the whole. Oh yeah, future mons. Are we on now? I guess. I mean, I no. It doesn't feel right without Brett bringing it in. I'm sorry. No, I don't care. I'm. You know me. I'm Mister Whatever. You're one cool cat, Brett Thomas. Yeah, I go with the flow. Like, if I knew someone that was, like, a pedophile, I wouldn't rat him out to the cops. I'm not a snitch. Yeah. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I should probably not involve that, or should I? But here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Brett Talk Podcast, the advice podcast where me, Brett, talks to you. Whoever's willing to listen. It's more like charity when you guys listen because uh, you're making my dream come true. And it's a pretty sad dream of uh, me being heard in your car. That's my dream is I want to take up all the airwaves in your car and all the space. Uh, but I'm here at Golden Ox Studio with producer Jeremy. How's it going? Good, Brett. How are you? 
I'm good. We have a very funny guest I'm very excited about. He's a very funny comedian. I've seen him kill bunches of times, and I'm probably going to see him kill a bunch more times unless somebody comes in here while recording and guns us down. And I bring that up lately uh, when I'm talking about the podcast because anything's possible. You just said you wouldn't snitch if somebody you saw somebody kill somebody. Yeah. You just implicated him. Yeah, but it could be a woman. So I didn't. <laughs> I'm not sexist. I'm not, I'm not going to snitch, but I'm not sexist. That's one thing about me is anyone can murder. All right, but hey, Tim, how's it going? I'm good, Brett. How are you? I'm good. Uh, so today's advice we're going to give is called Advice from Our Dads. And we have like three generations of like dads in here. Like Tim's dad just died a month ago. Yeah. My dad died over a decade ago. And Jeremy's dad will die. It's true. He's not dead yet, but, uh, you know, here's hoping. I thought you were going to say Jeremy's dad never existed. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he exists, man. He just materialized. He just doesn't like talking to me. <laughs> so the advice you got from him is limited. Yes. His advice uh, was his advice was don't call me ever. Yeah. <laughs> and it worked. Yeah. <laughs> Eye contact's not our thing. Nice. I'm not gonna talk about how my dad passed away because I feel like that'd be like stealing valor to you because yours is just fresh. Also because you killed your dad and you don't want to incriminate yourself publicly. I'm not gonna snitch on myself. No. Cause uh I had a family member die and I was at work and I went and told the guy I was working with and he was like, Oh man, that's sad. But anyway, yeah, my, my grandpa died too. I was like, well, thanks, man. All right, see ya. Yeah. Whenever you say someone died and then people are like, yeah, I've had people die too. Yeah. And then you just go back and forth with family members until you find out who has the most dead family members. And then they're, you're the you're the one that gets all the consolation. <laughs> you get all the sympathy. You, you, won, the, you won the sympathy yeah. vote. But yeah. My dad died uh, of cancer a month ago, multiple myeloma. It's a blood or bone cancer, one of those two. I think both. I think his blood and his bones were bad. Oh my god, that's not good. No, not but uh, he had a good run. He had a, he was diagnosed with uh, cancer twenty years ago, and then he beat that, and then it came back again in like twenty eighteen, and then uh, just kind of spiraled from there. But when you survive cancer for 20 years, that's a pretty good run. I think so, too. And uh, I'm really sorry to hear that. And uh, I don't know if Jeremy's sorry because he's heartless. Um, yeah, uh, I, wa I wasn't until you said something. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Then I was like, oh, I better, I better get on top of that. <laughs> Jeremy's dad could have cancer right now. He wouldn't know. Nope. No. He wouldn't have a clue. No. He, they didn't even tell me when he had COVID. Oh, my so God. Cancer's, I guess, out of the question. Yeah. My dad never had COVID. Isn't that crazy? That's impressive. Because he's probably immunocompromised. <laughs> yeah. I was like, if I hiccup on him, he'll die. And I oh never, that never happened. Yeah. I was glad that didn't happen. I remember I saw you the day you found, like, it happened. And you had a really good set that night. And, uh, and I remember you performed, I think, that same weekend at the Funny Stop. Yeah. And uh, John Brown messaged me and said you did really good and you crushed. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. John Brown always says nice things about me. 
Nah, you are a funny comedian. Thanks, buddy. No problem. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, whenever something sad happens, I just try to, like, make it funny because otherwise it's just really sad. So I think that's, like, how we all kind of operate. Like, they say, like, com- like comedy is therapy is kind of hacky. Yeah. But it's also true because it's, like, if that's your defense mechanism, then it makes sense that it, the worse shit happens to you, the funnier you get. I agree. I agree. You don't really see, like... A 16-year-old driving, like, a Bugatti that's hilarious. No. (laughs) If he runs over a child or something, then he might have a couple jokes about it. But even then, he probably won't. Yeah. People say, like, tragedy equals comedy. Yeah. Or, or like, tragedy plus time. It's like algebra with all these letters in the math. Yeah. But uh, I'm glad you're doing well. Yeah, I'm doing all right. Just, uh, you know... Doing comedy, working at PetSmart. Nice. Living all dadless. Living dadless. It's so weird because I never had like a religious like compass. Mm -hmm. It was always like, because I have a friend that's like super religious and he's like, how do you not murder if you don't believe in a God? (laughs) And I'm like, it's easy. I just feel like that's bad. And he's like, what? He can't imagine it. I love when religious people's like argument is like, uh, like, do you like? They think everybody who doesn't believe in a god doesn't have also empathy. Yeah, they're like, how do you know not to rape if you don't believe in Jesus? <laughs> and I'm like, I I've just I've read books where that's a bad thing, and I just fucking don't do it. That's ironic, especially with like Catholicism and the popes. Yeah, and the priests. He was like, uh, my friend was like, I. Everybody has to be taught like right from wrong. You know, and where does that come from? I said, I mean, you just do stuff to people that makes them sad and you go, I don't want to do that stuff to them anymore. Yeah. So you don't do it. It's just you. It's common sense. And he's just like, what? But now it's weird because my dad died and like he was the one that I was most like, I got to make my dad proud of me. And now I can't do that anymore. So I'm like, man, I should murder <laughs> because I said, there's no reason for me not to anymore. I know. But I probably won't. That's good. I want to see you on the outside. Yeah, yeah. I mean, according to Brett, he's seen you murder hundreds of times. Yeah, you see me murder a bunch. I'm not going to snitch on you. What if I did really well outside at a comedy show, and then you saw me outside, and you're like, I saw you murder. <laughs> and I like, I like, I like, I'm like, what, what, what amount of money can I pay you for, per month to not tell people? Like a subscription. Yeah, you like blackmail me. I'd be cheap. I'd do like for like six ninety nine a month. Six ninety, yeah. As long as you don't report it, so I don't have to pay taxes on it. Yeah. Then I have to bump to eight. Only fans because the comedy was so good that you're the only fans, and then I have to pay you eight ninety nine a month for you to not tell people I killed at the comedy show. That's true. That's fine. So I wouldn't snitch on murder. Even if someone does well at stand up, I'm like, how'd they do? I didn't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the restroom the whole time. I didn't get a good look at him when he was on stage, so I couldn't tell you. They're like, he's a stand-up guy. Yeah. <laughs> he was black, 6'4". Yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was black, 6'4". That's all I could tell you. That's all I could tell you. His name was Fred Fred. <laughs> Fred Fred. That guy's funny because he's gone like bald head Fred, and I've seen him get kicked out of venues before. 
He got kicked out of venues? Yeah, I've seen him get kicked out of the grog shop. For what? His material, you know, like, you know when people do like crowd work, but like it's not crowd work, they're just like sexually harassing women. <laughs> yeah, that's stuff. I call like that, that the best kind of crowd work. That's yeah, that's a that's a rough crowd work. It's <laughs> I, a, what? It's a amateur mistake to sexually harass the audience members. I disagree, <laughs> wholeheartedly disagree. <laughs> you want them to not feel safe so they can't leave. Yeah. yeah. It's, the implication. Actually, you know what? I don't know if he... I forget what he did, and I'm just spreading rumors on a platform, but that's okay, because he's probably not going to listen to this. No. He's got two... His name is Fred twice. He's not going to listen to this podcast. Now he doesn't have time. Yeah. He's like that Fred from like Nickelodeon, yeah. but double. Uh-huh. What if he's like Arab with like... You know how a lot of Arab guys have the same name twice? Oh, yeah. Like, I had a cousin named Elias Elias. What if my name was Tim Tim? I like that. Tim Tim. (laughs) It's got a nice ring to it. (laughs) Tim Tim. All right. Uh, I'm going to give you some advice my dad gave me one time. Okay. And it was uh, don't make fun of handicapped people. That's good advice. I think it's solid advice. Be weird to get advice the other way. <laughs> Make fun of handicapped people all the time, son. I actually did by a drunk woman one time outside of an open mic when I first started. She was like, I've seen you before. You're funny. Humble brag. Um, <laughs> she's, like, you're, she's like, you're funny. But the problem is she's so drunk. She's like, you make fun of yourself. And she's like, you should make fun of people below you, like handicapped people. <laughs> I'm like, it's the opposite of what you're supposed to do. Yeah, and I don't think like a handicapped person's below me just because like someone can't walk or is like not mentally there. I don't feel like superior. Yeah. So you don't think punching down applies to handicapped people necessarily? Yes. To punching laterally. Punching laterally. Yeah. You got to punch up. You can't punch laterally. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it depends. Like, if it's Stephen Hawking, you're not really punching down. No, the guy's successful. Because he, you know. And I don't think he was handicapped his whole life. Yeah, he could just f- fell nope. one day. It was a no. choice. Yeah. It was a choice. He said, I want to sound like a computer. <laughs> I mean, I'm as smart as one, so I might as well sound like one, right? <laughs> If you lost to him to chess, would that be like losing to the computer? Probably. Yeah. Did he ever play a computer in chess? I feel like that's something that would be like the UFC for like hardcore nerd people. <laughs> I bet it would be, yeah. They have like <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments in Japan. Oh, yeah. My friend was a Yu-Gi-Oh champion when he was 14. He got to go to Japan. Really? Yeah. That's sick. Yeah. That was with like with the original cards, right? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It was probably it was a while ago. But uh Yeah, I never played Yu-Gi-Oh. I'm not into you I'm not an anime, but I liked Yu-Gi-Oh. I don't know. Any anything beyond like like uh Connect Four or Popomatic Trouble was like beyond my thought process. Mm-hmm. I'm like I can't think about strategy games. It's true. Like Battleship. Yeah. It sounds like bingo. You're like G4. Yeah. 
I would just lie when people were like, are you a G4? And I'm like, no. <laughs> and then, and then, <laughs> they're like, the whole board is, how did I not hit anything? The whole board is filled. <laughs> you're like, uh, you're like, I'm not going to let you know where my ships are. It's war. Yeah. Like, why would I do that? Yeah. That's, that is funny. Yeah. Like the, the imagine in real life, the enemy, like radioing you, like, are you guys there? <laughs> are you guys, if I hit up, shoot a missile there, are you there? <laughs> yeah, you got me. <laughs> you're like, fuck, fuck. I don't give up secrets to the enemies. <laughs> Uh, oh, is it my turn for dad advice? Yeah. My dad, uh, related to death, when I was a kid, he told me that, because uh, I was really scared of people that I love dying, because uh, I think of my grandma just died, was the what it started it. And I remember I asked my dad, like, so everybody's going to die then? And he was like, yeah dumbass that's what happened now he didn't say that but he was like yeah everyone dies and i was like well how am i gonna get over people that i love dying it seems like that's gonna be sad all the time and he was like well you think about all the good times you have with that person and then that way they kind of like live on through your memory and i was like yeah but if i think about all the good times i had with them won't i be sad that i won't have those good times anymore and then he like thought for a minute and he was like uh Huh. Well, yeah, I guess just like maybe think about all the bad times you have with them and then you're not that sad that they're dead. <laughs> and he wasn't even joking. He was That's like being amazing. He was being like 100% serious. It's great advice. If you ask it me. is great advice. Because when he was when he died, I was like, fuck him anyway. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> no, I was like, no, I. I remember thinking like, man, that is like a good advice because you're going to be sad if you think about the good times. But if you think about the bad times, you won't be sad anymore. All that happens then is like you just have hate in your soul <laughs> for the deceased. <laughs> Unresolved that's issues. A, that's not a bit. Yeah. Who cares about a little hate in your soul as long as you're not sad? <laughs> One emotion to the next. Like yeah. anger. Yeah. Like the, the is it five or six stages of grief? Yeah, I think it's uh, anger, denial, acceptance. No, there's something between that. Like bargaining. Yeah. Sex. Yeah. Masturbating. <laughs> anger. <laughs> anger, masturbating, sad, like sadness. And then masturbating twice more. <laughs> and those are the stages of grief. I, I like those. I do those every day. <laughs> I'm like, why is that dead? And they're like, he's all right. He's going to jerk off later and <laughs> yeah. it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. It's like at a funeral, instead of like getting flowers, they like buy like you like, oh, here's some like uh, Jergens. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, sorry for your loss. <laughs> Have rub one out on uh, on uh, PetSmart. <laughs> instead of like a potluck, it's just like different lotions and tissues. <laughs> Pocket pussies. Yeah. That's what the tissues are for at funeral homes, not for crying. <laughs> yeah. For, uh, That's why the boxes are labeled cum grabbers. <laughs> cum grabbers. <laughs> just crying. I grab a box and just run into the funeral home bathroom. Mm -hmm. I'm come out for like an hour. As God intended. I said, I'm okay now. Yeah. Uh, I could I could share some dad advice. Oh, yeah. What's your dad advice, Jeremy? Uh, my dad once told me that, um, and the, honestly, this is no joke. I, I told him about the first time I did cocaine and... Uh, for some reason, my dad like my dad and I like to share drug stories. Yeah, <laughs> about like the first time we did a drug or whatever, and uh, he said, "Son, 
you could always cha- or you could always or no, you could always ride the white tiger, but you'll never catch the dragon. That was his advice. My dad always has very odd. That way. kind of that kind of makes sense. You could yeah. ride the white tiger, but you'll never be able to catch that dragon. Yeah, because dragons don't exist, but tigers do. That's true. That's actually very literal, but it makes sense. It does. So I still don't, I still don't know what he means by. I think he's saying like. You can always get high, but you can never reach the level of like that transcendence where you're just like riding a mythical yeah. creature in the sky. That's true. Or I thought about like white tigers and coke and like dragon as heroin. Oh, yeah. You can do coke, but you can't do heroin. Which is really funny <laughs> to tell you what scheduled narcotics you can and cannot do. He's like, this one's mine. You can do that, <laughs> yeah. but you don't touch my heroin stash. Yeah. And uh, the other advice he gave me was don't trust women. <laughs> no. Which is uh, it's, it's the best advice I've ever gotten. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's probably fine. Yeah. I don't know. I uh, I have like, I need to get more of like a more unhealthy trust for people in general. I, I'm too trustworthy. Yeah. I did see this homeless person. She came to an open mic I was at. And uh, she asked us for $5, and uh, she literally just got the living shit beat out of her. Like, her bruises look fresh. And then I gave her, like, all the money in my wallet, which was, like, 11 bucks. And then um, she went to give me a hug, and then I put my hand up. I was like, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you stopped beating her up. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I That's, like, the prostitution is, like, I'm, like... Yeah, let me get like five punches for ten bucks. <laughs> <laughs> a blow to the head job. <laughs> <laughs> I like that a lot. A blow to the head job. What was uh what was the funeral like for uh for you guys? Um I mean it was my, the funeral for my dad was just like pretty standard i mean a bunch of his friends from work showed up and uh he didn't really have any family here because his family was in tennessee Mm. and they didn't fly out and uh so it's just me and my mom and uh cam was there but it was one of those things where like he actually looked a lot better Mm. than like he did when he was alive it was very weird because when he was alive, he had this trach in his neck, and he was like always like struggling to, like, breathe, kind of. Yeah. And then as soon as we saw him at the hospital when he like first died, he looked so peaceful that we were like, I was kind of like blown away by how different he looked. It was like night and day. Like he looked like he was suffering, like an hour ago, and then we showed up, and he wasn't. Like he was like, oh, he actually kind of looked happy, like at peace, and that made me feel good, because it's just like you know some people die. And like horrible pain, mm-hmm. and he didn't. So it was like, actually, my religious friend's mom like died, like she coughed up blood on him, oh. and that's how she died. And then I remember, like for Easter, I say I say I remember for Easter. It was only like two days ago, but he, my friend, <laughs> my friend messaged me, and he was my religious friend. And he was like, uh, "Hey, God loves everybody, even you." And I was like, "Well, that's kind of rude." <laughs> <laughs> 
even me. Like, what, what the fuck? What are you talking about? Even the queers. It was, like, it was like my dad got 20 years after his cancer diagnosis. We had 20 more years with him. Like my friend's mom died horribly, like in his arms, coughing blood. And I wanted to be I, like text him back and be like, I, I think he's fine with me. I, I think <laughs> if anything, he needs to come around to you no, because he's, he's kind of shitting on you. What he thinks is, is God's punishing you for being a homosexual. Yeah. Yeah. He thinks probably thinks so. He did. He did have a. He had a YouTube search that was like, "Can Christians have gay friends?" Oh my god! And I'm like his only friend. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, so I want to check like, out. So I want to be like, dude. I don't know who you've been talking to, but I'm 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 I have a girlfriend. Maybe like and like bring it up to him. I maybe like because some people like want they, they talk about like how they have a hard time like meeting new friends as an adult like people talked about like maybe like a bumble but it's for meeting friends so maybe he's just preparing himself when he meets friends yeah that's that's possible yeah. I think uh, the other advice my dad gave me when I was a kid was because um, I had trouble sleeping for school and stuff yeah and uh, I was like how do I get to sleep faster and my dad said to me, once again, without any irony, he was being 100% serious. He was like, he was like, well, just lay there with your eyes closed and imagine there's a guy with a gun pointed at you. And he's like, if you don't go to sleep, I'm going to shoot you. <laughs> and uh, I still have trouble sleeping sometimes when I think about that shit. Unless you're at gunpoint. <laughs> Unless I, yeah. But that was one thing he told me that didn't really everything he told all the advice he gave me like is either outdated or never was a thing anyway <laughs> oh really yeah that's funny i think your dad and my dad would get along just just fine <laughs> yeah he's like uh he's like you know hate dead people uh be violently afraid as you're trying to go to sleep buy fords uh buy Fords? Yeah, he, he bought me like, he bought he kept buying Ford Tauruses and then he would just give them to me. <laughs> That's funny. So like I've had like seven different Ford Tauruses <laughs> in my life That's and then really he had funny. us drain the swimming pool one year so he could paint a Ford emblem on the pool because we had, he has like, he had like an in-ground swimming pool. Yeah. And he like, so we drained all the water just so he could paint a Ford symbol on the bottom. That's yes. funny. Yeah. That rules. Did it look nice? It actually did look nice but now it's gone. Is that because that was so long ago? Uh, but uh, yeah, he always had these weird, these weird things he get, would get in his head. He'd be like, "I need a Ford symbol on the bottom of my swimming pool," and then it would just be like a thing for him. But uh, he was cool. He was a cool guy. If you wanted to, you could call like a monument company on his headstone. You could get him to like sand out and then finish like a <laughs> Ford emblem. Oh my god, he would love that. Except we cremated him. Uh, so. Maybe just like a Ford sticker and put it on the urn. Yeah. I'm sure if you hire a, a good enough guy, they can piece them back together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> put the ashes in. Put the ashes in the gas tank of a Ford. Yeah. There you go. Or thinking put it in the paint and paint it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be cool. They're like, what's that? What color is that car? I'm like, my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Got a dad finish. <laughs> dad finish. All right. 
So what? What you didn't have any other dad advice you got? Um, not really. I, I can't remember a lot. He never really gave me advice. Another advice he kept telling me when I was like thirteen, he kept telling me to join the army for the benefits. But like he didn't know I'm scared of everything. <laughs> like so like I couldn't make it. And that's okay to be self aware. Yeah. I used to get picked on in school and my dad would uh he would be like, Whenever someone picks on you, uh just tell them that you're gonna tell your dad. Oh nice. And I'm like, yeah, that'll that'll fucking work yeah. out. <laughs> it's just guys like, hey, pussy. And I'm like, I'm gonna tell my father. <laughs> and then he just beats the fucking <laughs> shit out of me. So then my dad shows up and he just beats the shit out of me dad my dad too. But then he goes, What did you do about it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I never did that. I never actually used that one. As it even as a young child, I was like, I don't think this is gonna work. It might have worked in today's age if you had like a cell phone, you could just put them on speaker. <laughs> like someone's like pussy, and you're like, hold on. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, hey, Jake. Uh, what did you just call me? Tell my dad. <laughs> He's like, hey, what'd you call my son? A pussy. I'm gonna beat your ass. I gotta go. Bye. <laughs> I gotta go. I'm at the store. I'm at the store. I'm at the checkout. <laughs> but after I leave Giant Eagle, I'm gonna beat your 13 year old ass. Yeah. After I go My dad Eagle. just comes and beats up kindergartners for me. That'd be funny. That is pretty funny. My dad once said that I thought if you don't if you don't get your agreements in writing, there aren't real agreements. So, like, if you were in business with somebody and they go, you get this amount of money and I get this amount of money. If you don't have that in writing, it it doesn't really exist. So, so take them for all they're worth. <laughs> so no verbal agreements. Yep. My my dad didn't have a will for, uh, like, are, are, did we talk about this on air or was it off no, air? No, it was off air. He didn't have a will till like, two weeks before he died. And he was like, what's the rush? And then two weeks later, he died. And we were like, well, I guess we know what the rush was now. <laughs> but uh, he like, it was crazy. He worked at a steel mill for like 40 years, mm -hmm. 30 years. And uh, like left us with, I mean, I got some shit from his, uh, he had like an IRA with like some money in it. Like, there was like a little bit of money. But my friends like, Mom died. She worked at Walmart for like two years. And when she died, she left him with like $70,000. Damn. God My damn. dad worked at a steel mill for like four, four to 30 years. He left us with like a bunch of shit in the garage. He was like, he was like, uh, he had, like, he had a, he couldn't talk because he had a trach in his neck. Mm -hmm. And uh, over time, it just like got to the point where he had to write everything down that he said on a dry erase board. And one of the last things that he wrote on the dry erase board was to my mom. And he was like, there's a bunch of stuff in the shed that could probably be sold. So call Mike Wolf from American Pickers to come look through the shed and <laughs> see like what, what, what valuables we have. And I was like, I, I remember thinking like, that's just, it's a, it's a bunch of shit. It's like not collectibles. It's just like roller skates with like three wheels. <laughs> I'm like, we're, I'm like, we're going to call American Pickers and they're going to refer us to hoarders. <laughs> so what the fuck are you doing? What are you, we can't, it's not like we're going to have a bunch of money from this shit in the garage, but it was so funny that when he 
died, he left us with basically like a TV guide. And he's like, you'll be fine. Just call the TV and they'll help you. Is that show even on anymore? I don't even think so, is it? <laughs> I have I no know. idea. I have no idea. I never watched it. Uh, they usually go to like places that are like big. Like they have a lot of shit they can rifle through, I think. I've only seen it a few times. Yeah, I don't... I, don't, I watched Storage Wars for a little bit. And that's more like what we have at my parents' house is this fucking shed of shit. That's more what it is. It's not like the collectibles at all. But I don't know. My mom will be fine. She's getting Social Security. She's going to be, you know, she's like 70. How old is my mom now? My dad was 77. Mm-hmm. So my mom is 72. Mm. And, uh, yeah, they're old. Yeah. Uh, do you have any siblings? Yeah, my brother uh, lives in Alabama. Uh, how, I mean, do you feel grateful that, that you had to, you got to go through this at least with a sibling, you know? No. Really? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just like my brother is 17 years older than me, so we never had like a close uh, relationship. Uh, He's 53. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I'm 36. Mm. So we used to like, when I was a kid, we'd go golfing together. And they would always think that he was my dad. And I would just, that would make me angry because it's like he wasn't my dad. Yeah. So, but then, uh, I mean, he was really helpful with the financial stuff because I would, you know, I'm still pretty much like a child as far as anything like that's concerned. And he like has his own house. And so he knows all the financial aspects. So when my dad died, he like stepped in and took care of the stuff. He was like, he was like he was the one trying to find a will, and all, the only thing my dad had was like one life insurance policy, mm-hmm. and uh, it said to my I leave this to my wife Nancy and my biological son Tim, because my dad wasn't his real dad, so he came all the way in from Alabama to see if there was a will, and then he saw that he there was one but he wasn't on it. That oh, sucks. Brutal. And I felt really, I, that was the first time I really felt like bad for him because I'm like, man, that would suck. Like oh, your dad's yeah. about to die and you find out that he didn't even consider you like his biological son. I mean, he wasn't, but it's like still, you could kind of grandfather in after like, you know, 50 years of having him as your dad. You'd think that he would put you in there. But my dad, every time my dad would talk about my brother, he'd be like, he still owes me like $10,000. So I think he just carried that grudge with him for like, my brother's entire life Jesus. and then uh just like when he wrote the will he was like fuck this guy damn that's stunk from here so yeah my brother didn't end up getting anything from my dad's death damn i got a ford taurus oh, nice. with no i got a ford thunderbird with uh from 1997 is what he left me that's nice yeah but cars made that long ago like all their parts, I don't know much about cars, but all their parts are like metal and not plastic and fiberglass. Yeah. So those things last a long time. Yeah. Well, the door fell off the other day. Damn it. Yeah. I like tried to open it and it just like fell off. And I was like, damn it, dad, your love of Fords is ruining my life right now. Yeah. They focus a lot more on their trucks. Yeah. Because uh, like people that like do construction need them or stuff like like, all the trucks at my job, I, don't, I work at a cemetery, but, like, we probably have, like, 15 trucks, and they're all Ford. Yeah. Yeah, my dad was, like, he was a big NASCAR guy, so everything was, like, Ford, Ford, Ford. Like, 
we're like, how did, uh, you know, how did the race, the NASCAR race go down? He's like, fucking Chevy's won. Fucking <laughs> Chevy. Dodge won. Dodge won the race. That's funny. He hated, like, Kevin Harvick because he drove, like, a Chevy, and then Kevin Harvick switched to Ford. And he was like, Kevin Harvick's uh, doing pretty good in the points. And I'm like, how does it matter what car they're in? <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. Like, if a bad person drove a Ford, he'd probably be like, nah, it's fine. Yeah, like if Momar Gaddafi yeah. like, drove a Ford. Yeah. Well, he must have been a really big fan of uh, OJ then. Yeah, I really think that if Obama had, like, videoed himself driving a Ford, a lot of people in the South would have been more on board with it. He wasn't rooting for OJ to get away. He was rooting for that Ford Bronco. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was rooting for the Ford Bronco, yeah. <laughs> Do you think that your dad would have thought he was innocent if, like, the whole defense was about Ford? Probably. He's like, I bet... I bet the Chevy uh, demons got him. Yeah. The Chevy demon made him kill his wife. <laughs> Chevy demon. All right. Uh, any closing remarks on your guys' dads or anything? Yeah. Uh, Dad, if you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> 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 he's all pissed off probably like about the Ford thing. Yeah. No, uh, I don't know. I say... Uh, I don't have any other advice he gave me, but, uh, you know, my dad was cool and, uh, I miss him and I, uh, wish Jeremy had a better dad and I, uh, wish your dad didn't die. Thank you. And, uh, you know, but all, every dad dies. That's good advice too. Oh yeah. Every dad dies. Every dad dies. Ended on a positive note. Mm -hmm. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me, Brett and Jeremy. Um, all right. And Every dad does. Wait, where, where can we find you on social media? Oh, I'm the worst host ever. Oh, my God. You can yeah. find me on Tim Wolf Comedy on Instagram and TikTok. And on Twitter, I am Sexy Sling Blade. Nice. Because somebody told me I look like Sling Blade, but sexy. Oh, nice. And I said I'm using that for my Twitter handle. And now that's an outdated reference that nobody on Twitter gets. <laughs> but yeah please watch his stand up he's very funny Brett can we, where can we find you damn it I'm still so bad at hosting I, uh, <laughs> at Brett Thomas 1896 on Instagram and Facebook Brett Thomas alright I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make up for it Jeremy where can we find you Ooh. you can find me on OnlyFans no I'm just kidding nice. uh, you can find me on uh, Instagram at uh, G-H-E-R-A-M-Y underscore D-E-M-E-R-Y that's Jeremy underscore Demery uh, just follow me there thanks 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 perfect way to end it yep. <laughs> <sighs> triple thanks thank you for uh, listening to Brett Talk uh Give me a follow at Brett Thomas on Facebook and Brett Thomas 1896 on Instagram. Uh, please uh, leave a five-star review on anywhere you listen to this podcast. They all help. Thank you.